The Mind Aware, 268. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you are clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. So, how important is compassion? How important is compassion to business? How important is it to living a good life, to being happy? Because we know when you feel better, when you feel good, when you're happier, you make more money. And when we're talking about compassion, are we talking only about other people? Well, I have a great guest for you today. We are here to talk to Edward Mannix. He is the author of Impossible Compassion. And we're going to learn all about the compassion key. Hi, Edward. Good to have you here. Hi, Dana. Thanks for having me. So let's talk about the compassion key. Give us an overview. What What is it? Essentially, the compassion key, it's a specific application of self-directed compassion. It's a, it's a technique. It's a process where we apply the power of our compassion in a, a really simple yet profound way. And by, essentially, by giving compassion to ourselves and to the wounded aspects of ourselves, we we get benefits on a lot of levels. We can have emotional healing. We can heal our inner child. And we can also maybe get some spiritual level benefits where essentially we're opening up a brighter and bigger window for our soul's light to shine through and for us to really live our soul's perfect life here in form. Well, that sounds awesome. So that sounds really, really good. Let me go back to a key word that you said that I liked, which is you called it self-directed compassion self-directed compassion. So I'm assuming you have a specific technique then for, it almost sounds to me like trying to find a way to forgive yourself or give yourself a break or love yourself more. Is that right? Absolutely. Self-love, forgiveness, these are all close cousins or maybe even synonyms. So we, we use whatever's up for us in our life. Maybe we have a difficult relationship dynamic. Maybe there's a difficult challenge in our career or financial life. And we use that essentially as a doorway. When we're feeling those difficult feelings, that's something that we need compassion for. So there's a couple of ways we can do it. I'm not going to get into all the details today. But essentially, uh, we, we just whatever's up, we give ourselves compassion for that. It dissolves inside. And then, as you well know, our outer world is a mirror of our inner world. And so when we get that internal resolution, we get an external dissolution, that, that thing that we don't like in the landscape of our life dissolves, whether that's financial scarcity or you know, dysfunctional relationship dynamics, et cetera. Okay, so let me see if I can get a handle on this then. What you're saying is, let's say you have a situation that arises in life, okay, mm-hmm. and I can give you one right now as a matter of fact, because we, okay. are, we have been in the middle of a big technology switch these last few days. 
technology. Technology, the great teacher. Yeah, isn't that the truth, right? Oh, man, I'm telling you, that is, that is. The technology God. Well said. The technology Uh God, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, you have moments, of course, when you're going through this and you feel frustrated or it's like, oh, I thought I had it set up right. Now it's not. And so how in this situation, those feelings of frustration that you might have, how would you calm those or how would the having self-directed compassion help that? Well, I could give you some examples. Um, Essentially, we say compassion to ourselves. We use the, the words, I'm so sorry, while focusing on our heart center and solar plexus. And so in that situation with your technology, you just focus on your heart center and solar plexus and you say, I'm so sorry you're frustrated. I'm so sorry you're not in control. I'm so sorry things aren't working the way you want them to. I'm so sorry stuff like this always happens. And you just kind of follow it as long as you want to. I'm so sorry life is difficult. You know, I'm so sorry you're angry. Whatever it is, you just kind of follow a stream of consciousness until you feel some nice dissipation and, and release. And then a lot of times people feel it's like a sigh of relief. They feel lighter. And then, as you know, miraculously, then external reality starts to shift. All of a sudden, things come into alignment in a different way. So I like that you're saying that using the words, I'm so sorry, directing the words, I'm so sorry, at your heart center, what you're Mm -hmm. doing really, it sounds to me, it's like like you're soothing yourself. And Mm -hmm. then you feel the release of those frustrated emotions, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so this isn't, you don't even really necessarily, let's say this was related instead of technology to to another person, or maybe you could even do it to technology. You wouldn't be saying, I'm so sorry to the technology or to the person in the relationship that you're having an issue with. This is really just all about finding a way to soothe yourself. Absolutely. And I mean, it's more than just soothing, right? I mean, Soothing can be helping ourselves feel better in a still bad situation. I mean, the idea is we're really looking to spontaneously transform our external world. So by getting the internal shift, we're, you know, I think maybe you or maybe a lot of your listeners are into the law of attraction, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. So essentially that that constriction inside, that frustration, um, that's attracting that frustrating situation to you. Mm -hmm. So when you can clear that out by giving yourself compassion, now that's gone. And in my in my belief system and in my system of work, um, essentially, we're just clearing things out. What's underneath when we get underneath all the all the ickiness and yuckiness, what we really have is our soul's light there. And we have our soul really earnestly trying to project its perfect life into form. So when we get the noise out of the way, dissolve that, then we're uncreating those parts of our reality. So instead of creating things with our conscious mind, we're actually uncreating the things that we don't like. So that source of frustration dissolves and we're left with kind of this beautiful landscape of our of our ideal life here. Yeah, that's a good word. I like that word uncreating because because I do think and I think you know like we do a lot of mantras, we do a lot of positive thinking and I think the what trips a lot of people up when they're doing it is they're doing it to create an outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're doing it cuz like, oh, you know, money is flowing to me, money is flowing to me and really all they're doing is getting themselves more frustrated cuz they're affirming the other side of it. And so mm-hmm. this word uncreating is really nice. Um, mm-hmm. There's an analogy people here have heard me use that I got from Abraham Hicks that is about like a cork floating on the water. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're happy and everything's floating on the water and you're all fine. But then uh, that, that feeling of frustration or stress pulls the cork mm-hmm. under the water. Mm-hmm. Yep, and what yep. you're saying is you're saying you're letting go of the cork. Like we're in our exactly natural right. state is mm-hmm. just to float and to feel good. And so mm-hmm. you don't need to create anything. You just need to uncreate 
the kind of frustrating feelings and things. Yeah, very, very clever wording. I love that, Edward. Real exactly. Awesome. You know, I could also add, you're mentioning a little bit about affirmations. Um, with the compassion key, I teach people a lot how to essentially supercharge affirmations by using them in a different way. So instead of kind of through repetition, through the conscious mind seeping down into the subconscious, getting into our system, instead we, instead we can actually use affirmations more as a diagnostic tool to see where's the noise. So if you say the words, I'm, you know, money is flowing to me and you hear a little voice, oh yeah, right. Or you, you feel some tension in your stomach or your gut. Instead of just trying to overpower that through repetition, we use it to identify, okay, let's give ourselves compassion for all this stuff that comes up when we say those words. So you, you talk to that voice, you know, I'm so sorry you, you didn't receive great wealth or I'm so sorry you didn't have everything you wanted all the time. So just one by one you go through. Then you say the affirmation again, and you'll notice it feels more true. So you're not trying to convince yourself it's true. We do. We use it's it as an indicator too, Edward. It's actually becoming more true in your system. Yeah, I I love that. I love that because we do the exact same thing. You know, hmm. if it doesn't, if you feel like you're lying to yourself, it's not working. Right. You know. So let me see if I can paraphrase back to you what you said because I kind of stepped on you there. What you're saying is when you say something, if it feels bad or you feel like you're lying to yourself. Then you're using the compassion key. You're using the I'm sorry statements to the voice that is, mm-hmm. that's arguing with you, the voice in your yeah. head that's arguing with you. And that's what right. you're directing your compassion at. Yeah. And in that specific example, right, you could imagine if this were a real person saying these words, you just imagine what might have happened to that person in their life or what might be, they be going through. Mm-hmm. And you just send compassion to the source of that voice based on what you're imagining. And you'll notice then the next time you say the, the positive phrase, a lot of times that voice just goes away. That that wounded aspect was heard and seen and given compassion for their experience and then reintegrated into yourself. So we're, we're, in all of this, we're essentially identifying little wounded aspects, wounded fragments of ourselves, giving them compassion, giving them voice, and then reintegrating them. So we're moving more and more into our wholeness. Very clever. I love it. You know, you'd be amazed at, at how similar this is what we're doing. It's really It's really nice, you know, because I think that, we live in a culture where we tend to beat ourselves up for uh-huh. having negative experience or having negative feelings. And so mm-hmm. it's really nice to be able to accept and embrace and transform mm-hmm. rather than have it be like, oh, here's another way I'm bad. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah, Absolutely. I'm sure you're all loving this. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Edward Mannix. And I'm going to give you an Earl here because he's got a great gift for all Mind Aware listeners, it is edwardmanix.com slash mindaware. So it's Edward and Mannix is spelled M-A-N-N-I-X dot com slash mindaware. And it's karma detox. So whether you think it's karma from a past life or karma from the current life or you just want to detox, you want to check this out. It's really, really cool. He is the author of Impossible Compassion. We're going to be back here in a second with Edward Mannix and learn more. But for the benefit of our Facebook audience, we're going to go check in right now and see if anybody has any questions or comments about this interview. And make sure if you've got questions, pop them on there because I'd love to hear them. We're always here on Facebook Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time with the show interviewing awesome people like Edward. This is Dana Wild. I'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. 
It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? Trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. Welcome back. We're having a really great conversation with Edward Mannix, who is the creator and founder of the Compassion Key. And you might remember, in case you didn't get it, I want to give you this Earl. It's edwardmannix.com slash mindaware. And Mannix is spelled M-A-N-N-I-X dot com slash mindaware. You've got the Karma Detox you can go get. And actually, we were just talking to Edward. The Karma Detox is actually all about the Compassion Key, right? Absolutely. It's it's a three-day experience where we identify those things that we want to clear, and then we go through some compassion exercises, clear them, integrate the results, and uh, off to the races. Nice. Oh, that's good. I like that three days is about right, too. That's really good. I mean, even from – we talk a lot about the reticular activating system in the brain. You know, your program mm-hmm. sounds like it's more, it's heart-based. You yeah. Know, we're, I'm more in my head, so it's more head-based. Uh, yeah. But I like the idea that it's still kind of that same 72-hour window, and you mm-hmm. start to see the results. So that's pretty cool. So I, I love what you're saying. I want to just ask you quickly so that people understand, why do you think that being more compassionate to yourself is good for business, you know. Why do you think it's a it's a benefit to mm-hmm. give yourself a break? Well, that's a great question. So, without getting into a whole lot of detail, I'll just mention I do have a background in the private sector. I have an MBA from Columbia. I worked at I worked at management consulting, venture capital, entrepreneurship, and so I've actually had this experience firsthand myself. And of course, I have many clients, people in my programs that are in business as well. Um, essentially, I mean, what does business come down to? It it's a lot of things, but relationships are a big part of business. Uh, good, good planning, whether it's strategic left brain or following your intuition or blending different intelligences together, communication, uh, earning money, right? So if you just kind of break it down to its pieces, self-directed compassion, clearing those things that are in the way of our truth coming through, um, essentially can help in, in any and all of those places. And, and I know from my own experience, a lot of my business career, um, it was almost like a, a playground for for all the stuff that needed to come up to be cleared uh, to come up, and so it's just a wonderful opportunity in our business careers to to better ourselves as people, and also as a result for that to reflect outward and for us to have increasing success. Nice, nice. Thank you for that. That's a great answer. So, sure. any parting advice for our listeners? Well, essentially, you know, it's interesting you mentioned about being in the mind. Uh, a lot of my work is heart centered, and Really, I think where we want to get to as people, or at least at least what I think is a good idea, is to embrace and integrate all of the beautiful aspects of ourselves and and all of the forms of intelligence. A lot of people don't think of the heart as an intelligence center. We know it's a it's a powerful force, but it also has an intelligence of its own. So I would encourage people to to trust their hearts more. I know 
particularly sometimes I know in my experience, particularly as a man, I've been socialized to um, to think maybe it's a little bit foolish to follow your heart or following your heart gets you into trouble. And essentially, our minds are really great tools, but happiness is not in the mind. Our, our heart knows a lot more about happiness. So if we can learn to follow our heart and have our heart and our mind get along and work together well, I think we're going to have a lot more happiness and success in all areas of our life. Integrate for sure. I would also add gut to that. Head, heart, and gut. Man, that's the Absolutely. Concept, right? Very nice. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Good stuff. Awesome. Thank you for being here, Edward. That was awesome. Thank you, Dana. It was a lot of fun. And thank you, everybody. You get this, right? I mean, you hear what he's saying. It, it's like we're so quick and so easy to give other people around us a break, but giving ourselves a break and understanding specifically that when we're having negative feelings, whether it's about something that's happening in the moment or whether it's about a positive statement that we're trying to integrate and accept for ourselves, that's an indicator. When you have that negative emotion, why not compassion yourself into feeling better? Give yourself that soothing talk. Find that piece of yourself that you're talking to when you hear those voices. Take a moment and clear that energy right off the bat because you know you are supposed to float. You're supposed to feel good. You're supposed to let your true light shine through. And you know what? You can start that right now. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. There's nothing quite like a Dana rant. Say it over and over and over again because it makes me so happy to have something that rhymes. Stop cancel clear, all my love is here. Stop cancel clear, all my power is here. Like, oh my God, I was always told never to be selfish. I know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I just love it. It's just the little things, right? See you next time on The Mind Aware Show. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.